and welcome to episode 311 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, writer of MI666, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. The buyer of a million variant covers, Tony Esmond. Hello. I was showing you them earlier, wasn't I? Yes, and I, I think sometimes you get mugged. You're and I do, I know, I completely yeah, I utterly yeah. admit that every yeah. day about yeah. comics. Although, yeah. we do know a place that sells nice cheap comics, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, true. And we're going to be talking about those sort of <laughs> things and more with this week's guest. Yes, we're very pleased to be joined by someone who fights the good fight, not only in the name of comics, but also in the name of independent comic shops. And it's our pleasure to welcome Danny from OK Comics to the show. Hello, Danny. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, Danny. Apologies for involving yourself in our nonsense before we started recording. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's completely aware of uh, what she's gotten herself in for. The Um, danger zone. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what we're calling it, the 10 minutes before we actually start recording? The danger zone. If so, I am all for it, girlfriend. (laughs) We have promised to make make Danny employee of the month because of this podcast. I hope Jared's listening. Yeah. Do you have a little board of people like, like happy smiling faces like glued to a board of employees of the month? I hope you do. Well, there's only three of us, so I think we just take joint employee of the month every month and then yeah, there's no fighting. There's no Thanks for a happy work no yeah. happy work environment. Oh no, nice. that's good. Everyone, everyone's employee of the month. Okay, <laughs> assistant to the manager. Yeah. <laughs> very um, twenty twenty one. Everyone's done very well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gold stars for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but OK Comics is certainly a store that, um, even like since this this show started all those years ago, is always one of those uh, comic stores that we're always aware of. Um, but based in Leeds, and it's one that unfortunately I haven't been to yet. But Tony, I know you you've been to in your time. Yeah, I always like to pop in the comic shop. So it's like get to Leeds, or I used to get to Leeds when Thought Bubble was there early, and then like leg it round. The, 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 there was two or three comic shops, I think. When I, I used to go there and try and buy something at each one, that was always my plan. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you uh, follow Danny on Twitter, you, you can see. I mean, I will say the photos of the shop make it look like completely my kind of comic oh, looks shop lovely. experience. Yeah. Oh, I'm, thank you. Very tidy. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Impressed with your we tidiness. try. Yeah. Um, it makes me want to just sit down in a cozy corner somewhere and just pick some, pick some books that I'm going to buy off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Read them in the shop. Read them in the shop. Leave them. <laughs> <laughs> put the back on the shelf um but i'm sure there's i mean there's always people that do things like that but um yeah so this week we're going to be talking about the comic shop experience um the good what we look for in a good comic book shop um their sort of um initiatives and stuff that they do to get more people into the store especially now at this sort of time and place as we're speaking in the world where things are i mean people say returning to normal that's kind of um a weird statement, but um, supporting your independence has never been more important. Whether mm. it be whether it be in independent comic careers, but for God's sake, support those independent comic shops. Definitely, you've got to buy them somewhere. Buy them in those shops. Yes, yeah. yes, because the amount of times that we, you know we hear people go, "Oh, I went into my local comic shop, and it's just nothing but Funkos." There are shops that have nothing. <laughs> That, that they're dead to me comics. danny yeah. those places dead to <laughs> yeah me. no no phone co-pops and okay comics oh, oh do you know what you, already i, I want to move to this <laughs> <laughs> yes so we there's are... not enough room it's such a small shop that if we have phone co-pops there'd be no room for comics oh who, who wants to live in that world <clears throat> not me not, me. not no <laughs> no 
Um, but we do live in a world where this show has a sponsor. Uh, who was that again, guys? Comic House. Comic House. Ah, oh, it's Comic House. Yes. Is we not doing? Not, can we not do it in unison? Don't make that a thing. You already make me bully me into doing it at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Look, I'm just making up for lost time. I've not been here last week. Oh. Um, <laughs> Did you notice how in, t- in, t- in tune it was last week at the end? I don't know. I didn't listen to it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but we do love Comic House. Yeah, so an yeah. indie comic marketplace with a difference. They love indie comics as much as we do. Um, if you go on comichouse.com, there's a huge selection of titles on the database. Those that self-publish, you can list your book on there and start selling your book straight away. And they also have an amazing digital app, which is basically like Netflix for comics. Only £3 a month, and you get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics, um, which is wonderful, and it's being added to all the time. What stuff's on there at the moment, Dan? Uh, we've got The Voice of the Hall, The Bad, Bad Place, Broke Down for Their Bodies, Volume 1, Issue 4. Extra Shitty Stories, which I've read today. I really enjoyed that. Uh, what, go check what, that out. What, what draws you? Was it the title <clears throat> that drew you to that, Dan? Well, the kind of the, the covers like got a... Uh, it's kind of underground comics feel. And oh, when cool. you, you read it through, it's very much got that. It feels kind of very kind of grungy and made on the fly. But it's really well done. There's a real craft in there. Oh, nice. <clears throat> so Good go stuff. check that out. That uh, we've got yeah. Of the Same Coin Issue 1, Vanguard Issue 19, Duck City hey. Volume 1 and 2, A Cat Called Yuki, and A Peace of Mind Volume 1, which rings a bell. I can't, it's, it's not got a cover graphic uploaded. Uh, okay, Peace of Mind. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I know I, I know that one. Okay. But, but I don't know that one. It's, you know, Luckily, we've no. got a comics yeah. expert in on this call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there's um, there's loads of fantastic stuff on Comic House in all, in all seriousness. A lot of our past guests, or probably future guests, because sometimes we just this is what happens with this kind of show as well. We discover things, and then we want to talk to those people, and then more people want to discover them. Um, mm. And you'll probably find out evidence of that in the recommends layer. Um, I uh, checked the top twenty events and uh, issue one and two of Red Mask who crept into the oh, top nice. twenty. What? Yeah. <laughs> You've been clicking on it again, V. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like to, uh, in case you just top yeah. the numbers up, just to make you feel better. <laughs> uh, I just want to say that I don't actually do that. No, we, none of us do that. No, yeah, no, no, we did. No, no, no. And I believe there is an algorithm to stop you doing that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so whoever did read it, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Um, and if you want to read more stuff on ComicHouse.com and to find out more about the 14-day free trial to dive headfirst into that amazing world of uh, indie comics that we love so much, check out ComicHouse.com. Hey, we did all right on that one. Yeah. It well, didn't become a, like an absolute embarrassing mess, that advert. I know. No. I know. Oh, guys, I mean, clearly you're a good influence, Danny. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let you know as well that, um, what was it called, Dan? The Bad, Bad Place? Yep. Um, that is not a book about this show. <laughs> I've, uh, I've read it. It's fantastic. I'm a big fan of David Hine and Mark Stafford. Yeah, they're great, aren't they? Yeah. yeah we've, had, we've had David on the show. He's such a good geezer. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, lovely dude. There you go. I mean, she's already recommended uh, <laughs> a book that you can check out in Comic House. So there you there go. go. Blimey. <laughs> Blimey, uh, she knows more than us, guys. What do we do? The, the only thing we're going <laughs> to mention now, V, do you want to do the, um, well, the nominations? Yes, yes, because um, there was a little thing um, earlier this week. What was it called? Some Something called the Eisners? Um, I'm not worried about it because we didn't get nominated. <laughs> no. but, uh, the, um, yeah, so the, the Eisner nominations came yeah. out this week. 
um, there's a few people in there who we've either um, recommended the book that they're winning for or we've had them on. So I suppose top of the stack is the two awards nominations for Department of Truth, Martin Simmons, James Tinney and the fourth, which uh, we've been championing. I think it's down to us that they got the nomination. I'll be honest. Oh, yeah, no, it's completely. Uh, so, obviously, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is an, an utterly amazing book. Yeah. I'm so yeah. pleased um, that they got nominated. So lovely that they got in. Yeah. Of course, are you, are you a fan of that book, Danny? Or? Yeah, we were really lucky. Martin Simmons gave us some original art from the series that we gave wow. away with Volume One. So we, well, that's we worth were, a few quid that's now. Awesome. Yeah, that through the roof. Massively yeah. lucky for that, and he's yeah. such a nice bloke. Yeah, he is. yeah, he is. I mean, sometimes you sort of say, "Oh, they're the nicest person or the ni- nicest creator I've met." With Martin, yeah. there's, a, there's a high percentage that that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of other ones: Drag Man by Stephen Appleby, which obviously we did a big a big piece mm. on. About a year ago now, because yeah, I know they, yeah, yeah. they've been delayed. Um, Stephen's top, top, top creator, absolutely brilliant. Um, and at the lakes this year, yeah. Um, Gammy and Tails by Alex Utkin out of No Brow. So I've got, I've got to give him a shout because I work there. Um, Dave Johnson, obviously a close personal friend of mine, and Vince's has been nominated for covers. <laughs> that, that that was just one of those experiences where I was stood in front of him thinking. I fucking stood in front of Dave Johnson. <laughs> and without giving much away, he was talking about going on a blind date in London and what should he do? It was like the best conversation, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like yeah, genius. Yeah. Um, David Roach, Masters of British Comics Art, he's up. And that's yep. a hell of a book. Just a brilliant book. It's um, also got the the editor of that book actually used to work at OK Comics. All oh, the nice. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, nice work. Oh, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, I bet, I bet you Dave's Dave Dave's an easy edit, isn't he? Because he knows his stuff, doesn't he? He's very sort of, uh, yeah. But oh, that's that's great. Oh, well pleased for them. Um, yeah, definitely. We um, I chatted to Dave at the the last time we were in Thought Bubble was in Leeds. Dave came by the table and we had a big chat about um, about No Brow, which he included in the book, which is quite nice. Um, and the last one I think out of everyone is um, Kent State. Obviously, yes, yeah, um, powerhouse book, yeah, yeah, which is one of our favorite books for last year, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. oh, yeah, and one of our favorite guests. We were blown away getting him on, it was yeah. just such an experience, yeah, yeah. Um, that is, um, yeah, that is one of those sort of um, real ground shaking books since we've been on the show, you know, when you when you read something, and think, yeah. just, wow. Um, and once again, the creator was a fantastic person mm. to talk to. Is that, is that a big seller for you guys? Danny. Kent State, yeah. yeah, absolutely. When it first came out, we were blown away by it as well. Um, yeah. yeah, we were so excited to read it. We're all big fans of Durf Black Durf from like Trashed and My Friend Dharma. So, oh, so good. we were so yeah. eagerly awaiting that book. It was just a shame that it came da- came out during lockdown for us. Yeah. So it was yeah. something that we had to really push online because people just couldn't come into the shop. Okay. Oh, I get you. Yeah. Mm. I think I bought it in... Um, I bought it when I was down in seeing you guys when I was down in Bristol. In that, do you remember we had that like two months where we could actually do things? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. very bought, briefly. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I wistfully remember that period of time in life, my life. But yeah, it was it was then that I bought that. It's it's an, it just yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. There is of course like when you have these um, awards nominations and, and stuff like that. There's always the talk of, um, oh, this person totally should have been nominated for that, or you know, and certainly everyone's got their favourite creators and these favourite books that have blown them away that they think should be nominated. But also, fair play to everyone that has been nominated because it's just an astounding, you know, you look at you look at the list of creators and books, and uh, sometimes when I look at lists of books like that, 
uh, and nominations. I'm, you know me, I'm always looking at the names that I don't know or the name, the title yeah, of the books. I'm thinking, well, what is that? I need to discover that. Um, mm. And as always, I'll discover it too late. But as long as you discover a comic or a graphic novel or anything, that's the main thing. I think this is the biggest year for us where there's so many books in the nomination, especially the sort of more recent books, you know, they're not the archival stuff, hmm. which we've talked about, which is quite nice. I think that we've yeah. managed to spot it early and encourage them into getting an Eisner. <laughs> Tony, you got to stop well this. Well you. you got to stop. <laughs> got well done you. Stop like, you right, Vince, t- there was titles there that I'd never heard of or the creator. And I was like, well, what's that then? That's got to yeah. be, yeah. that's got to yeah. be something to be there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my advice to people who looks at those nominations, instead of going, well, oh, I've never heard of that book, why are they nominated? How about you discover it? should be a reason to go and buy it. Yeah. I don't think it is. Do you have little stickers on the books, Danny, that say nominated for an Eisner or an Eisner winner? And does that encourage people to pick them up, possibly? Or We try and highlight everything online more than anything, because most of our footfall currently is is online we're, we're not getting as many people through the door as we usually would because all the office workers haven't come back to Leeds yet uh, so it's right. it's still really quiet in the shop but we put out a tweet the other day with a massive pile a pile that was bigger than I am of all the books that we had trying oh, to showcase yeah. everything that we've got and we've definitely really heavily pushed things like Blue and Green by Ram V, John Pearson yeah. Anand Ake yeah, John Pearson's on, a good yeah, yeah John Pearson's a great friend of ours. He's he's a fantastic creator and great Willard artist, isn't he? I'm well. so glad to see him getting that norm. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And pe- people like Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, and obviously yeah. Jacob Phillips, he's doing the colouring for them at the minute. Yeah. They get a massive push on our shop as well because we're mm. they're always so nice and they're always doing sign prints for us. <laughs> I mean, Sean's only lake. He lives up in the lake somewhere, doesn't he? So he's not that a million miles away from me, I suppose. Yeah. Um, no, but they, and he's just I mean, rightly good so, they nice. get. Yeah, I mean, rightly so. They get a nomination every year with this, with their little journey there, and with their there books are, there. There are other creators yeah. that, like, you see in that list every year as well, don't you? Do you know what I mean? Um, surely, uh, Stan Sakai's in there. Stan Sakai's again. Yeah, he's got another one. Yeah. Um, so, just some of the people that we've mentioned, like Jonathan Hickman, Chip Sadarsky, Adrian Tamin. I know you mentioned V. Junjae too. I know you've mentioned him, Dan. Yeah. And there's loads of these people just getting uh, Craig Thompson. Um, the book tour by Andy Watson is another one I forgot to mention. Um, yeah. And he's another great English creator who's who's found more popularity in Europe than England, I think, which is nice That's to such see. such a shame. Yeah. It is, isn't it? But it's, I think he does sell well over there, to be fair. Yeah. I know it's not fair for you, but only, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I was in Angoulême, he was the toast of Angoulême, you know. Well, that's so. great for him. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we can segue quite nicely into OK Comics <laughs> itself there. Because, um, as you say, I mean, OK Comics looks like a fantastic little store, but you've um, naturally you, you've had to adapt. You know, it's obviously been difficult and challenging, but you're still, you know, pounding the pavement in in, in a certain way. You know, getting the word out yeah. about comics. What is it? Um, what has been some of the challenges and and also successes of you know these? You know, because a, a challenge can result in a success is it, or, or something surprising or something positive what, what has been the sort of those moments for you guys at okay well we've we've always done a mail order service but it's always been quite a small part of the shop the, the majority of the income comes from people coming in and us being able mm. to chat to them but because of covid and having to kind of switch to a hundred percent mail order and before covid happens we didn't really have a massive website we just used big cartel to showcase some of the bigger things that we had 
So in the first two weeks of lockdown, I rebuilt the website and that has gone tremendously well, probably better than I could have hoped because I've never done it before. But um, yeah, that's probably the biggest change for us. It was a okay. massive challenge to do, but it's I mean, definitely I mean, something you, that you helps. You go on your homepage as well. It's, um, I mean, straight away it says there's a comic for everyone, which is true because there is. But you've also like... you much like a bookshop as well you've got it split into like fiction non-fiction child-friendly and things like that you know you definitely um that must have been a big learning um for you guys to, to sort of switch and to i mean you had to put an entire website together and like you say most of your sort of the, the selling has been through this website so yeah it's adding to it from um the the next set of books that are coming up i suppose in you know yeah, yeah um, well, that's must be having to add to it almost weekly. every day yeah. yeah, yeah, we try. I try and do it as often as possible. But as we have so many customers that had regular pull lists with us that are still, I, I'd maybe say seventy to thirty percent a mail order now. Right. So we're still having to send people their comics weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly, however they choose to do it. So that that takes up a vast majority of my time, in particular mm. at work, and my my colleague Anna, who painstakingly helps me pack them all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it becomes, and certainly um, anyone who's run a, a, a successful Kickstarter will know, <laughs> you know, that, that to pack and to send things is sometimes a full-time job by itself. Oh, God, it's yeah, awful. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I get my comics through a mail order service that came out of the fall of Orbital, really. So I've, yeah. I've done it. I've done it throughout lockdown. The only thing that I really miss, Danny, is the browsing experience. I miss having the ability to pick you know whenever i used to go in and pick my pull list up from whatever comic shop i had it in i would always pick a couple more issues up off the shelf you know yeah is there a way that you try and communicate to your pull list customers oh don't forget this is out this week and do you do you do like a mailer out to them or anything like that or yeah well every, yeah. every friday i send out a newsletter for everyone just saying what's upcoming what we're really looking forward to what we think people should look out to yeah. and every week on the website we have a page that's just titled what's new and that shows you what's coming in the next week and you can order it through there and then we'll sort it out whether you've decided to come in for in-store customers or whether you've decided Brilliant. to mail out yeah, um, that's what I'm missing, actually, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and I, I will say, like, you know, massive props to you guys for, like, putting this um, sort of website and, and stuff together. Because um, none, none of it is looks thrown together or, you know. Thank for, you. For what you have to do as well. Um, one of the things that impressed me um, was that, that there's the watch new, What's New sort of page. And, yeah. And um, for those people who are, like, wondering what's going to come out this, this week you not only do you sort of say here's the new comics for instance if you look at this week's page uh new releases wednesday 16th of june this is on the watch new page yeah um and there's a list there's the list of all of the releases that are going to be in the store that week like from a to z there's a massive sort of tick list um that you can just go through and sort of like i want that one i want that one i want that one including variants calm yourself tony yeah, uh, <laughs> but that's that's something of a gamble for you guys isn't it because you're having to order in bear in mind you, you're not having that footfall actual footfall you're having to order yeah. in extra copies and hope that they get picked up is that the yeah. case there's a real yeah. there's a real I, I don't know how i honestly I've, for years i've never known how comic shops judge it but there's a sort of there's a genius algorithm in your brain somewhere where you work out what's going to sell and what's not isn't there you know in yeah. the ordering process 
Well, the brains of that operation is definitely definitely the boss man, Jared. He, um, right. His kind of look, viewpoint of it is that we'll order plenty of number one so that everybody has the opportunity to try the new series and then hopefully yeah. they'll put it on their order because we order three months in advance. So as you said, it's a massive gamble to order 30 copies of issue two when we've only got 10 people on order for it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We, we try and encourage people to set up a regular order we don't take deposits we literally just take your name your number and your email address and we'll only chase you if it's been like two months that we haven't heard from you yeah because life gets in the way and we understand that and we want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and make sure that yeah, I've had it where I've, if I've, I used to work away quite a lot, and I remember I, I was away for sort of three months, and I, I so I let them know in advance, you know, yeah, and offered. But I, mean, I think you've got to do that these days, you know. That's the only way we're going yeah. to survive, really. You know, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a responsibility. I mean, people. Uh, I mean, certainly we've we've talked about it here um, before. There's the responsibilities of comic book stores, um, how they should interact with their customers. Um, you know what they should recommend you know and, and things like that um yeah but there's also a massive responsibility for the for the customer i know i know there's that customer is always right but still you've, you've got to be respectful of the people you're shopping from and yeah. when i hear of like comic shops having pull lists you know these, these huge stacks of books that people aren't coming in to pick up like for like six months do you know what i mean they're just leaving them there and that's that's yeah. That's pretty. That's hard. That, that God, it would play on me, my mind all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's so different. But, but, I guess with but to do COVID that without stuff, communicating yeah. with the shop, that yeah. um, look, I you know, I can't get to them. Here's the money. You know, some people just leave it and just don't come back. Um, I mean, do you end up sending messages out, Danny, that say, look, yeah, you know, some, it might be difficult to contact. Yeah, yeah. The the majority of our customers are really good eggs, and we we wouldn't yeah. be where we are today without them. They're the they're the bread and butter of the store. Mm. But we do have to sometimes give people a reminder. But but we we don't want to be harsh on it because we understand that life gets in the way and that yeah. people can't yeah. always afford it. So we want to be as understanding as possible and just say, yeah, if you can't pick them up this month. We're happy to hold on to them until next month. If you can't get in at all, we'll post them out to you. Whatever works for the customer, we're happy to do. We just need to know in advance if they can't afford it and they need to cancel so that we can it's, cut our orders really, down as soon as yeah. possible. Yeah, I get you. It's a really evolving work, a marketplace, though, isn't it? Because the problem is if, say, for example, they don't come in for six months yeah. and pick up possibly eight issues you know, these days, that by the time they do actually come pick up it's probably going to be in a trade somewhere yeah you know it's probably going to be cheaper to buy as a trade so they could you know they could cut their losses and go to another shop and buy the yeah. trade if they you know there's and and the 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 books that are on the shelf i know a comic shop that takes them off the shelf adds five pence for putting them in a bag and puts them in the back issues and then they never sell you know yeah there's, there's that real sort of what, buying they don't, them at they the don't time. change the cover price they actually make it more expensive just yeah the theory being that they put them in a bag and that costs money <laughs> you know I, I i was i yeah no i didn't i did take the piss out of them for it but yeah they still do it but you know yeah for us it's the opposite anything that yeah. is on our wall that doesn't sell after so long that goes in our 50 pence back issues yeah so we we ma- massively lose out on those issues you, t- you yeah, take a bath sounds... on that don't you really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's the best way to do it because people don't you know unless it's reasonably recently yeah. people don't want to pay full cover price do they but, for stuff that's a year too yeah. old these days uh, but no. there's also uh, yeah. you know the, the flip side of that that coin there are the people that will walk in from the street or something like that you know it's, I, i'm there and i pop into ok comics for the first time 
and uh, I don't have a Vince loves a bargain by the way I, I yeah. love a bargain who doesn't so as soon as you, as soon as you see uh, say there's a bargain bin of 50p comics I am rifling through there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have people stay for two to three hours at a time. We have a sofa next to it all, and we we just welcome that. We want people to go through those po- those boxes because there's some absolute gems in there that yeah. people might have missed a year ago because they weren't coming in because of COVID, yeah. or something from 20 years ago that someone's donated to us. Yeah, it's it's just nice to give comics a whole new lease of life. There's yeah. also the odd hot book that sort of creeps up on you, isn't there? Do you find yeah. I'm trying to trying to think of something, but is it punch when punch is it punchline? Is that the Joker's new girlfriend? I always forget her name. Yeah, uh, that went a bit mad and that, this, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, this week it was Web of Spider Man issue one. That's we right. um we got so many copies in and we fulfilled our standing orders. And because people had pre ordered those, they get the when you pre order you get the cover price. We're not gonna charge extra on that, but yeah. there's a a big discussion online as to whether comic book shops should charge the going rate that we get our prices from what they're selling on for eBay. Yeah. yeah. Because we we'll take a loss and it'll be someone who's just buying them to flip them and yeah. we think that Do you limit the amount? Do you say you can only buy one at each person has to buy one or do you is it is it a case by case basis for that? Well if if they've got a standing order, say for example we've got a standing order customer that wants the the main cover but he also wants the variant covers we'll do all of those all of those for him for cover price oh nice but if it's if it's someone that's ordered and we we maybe know them and we kind of know what they're up to we do try (laughs) and limit it because we want to make sure that everybody has a chance to get these things and i understand that things go up because there's a limited print run or there's a Mm. scarcity in the uk or something like that and it's it's fine that it goes up in value but we don't want our customers to suffer because of that yeah i think you're right and i think the regular poolist customers spot that so if, if you're if i'm a regular poolist customer for batman or something and the hot issue is batman 1000 and detective count is 1008 or something yeah. and i know it's the hot one and i don't get it in my poolist and i'm told that you know oh no we were shorted on that one i'm beginning to smell a rat yeah you know? absolutely yeah no you've, you've got to look after your your poolist customers first Definitely. and that's that's the way we see it yeah and it's a nice guaranteed income for the shop that's why yeah. the reason i like doing a pool is because they know they know what to buy and then you know this is that's what you base your business on in ways don't you yeah. in the comic section anyway you know yeah definitely um that's that's how we decide how many copies we're going to buy of something from diamond yeah. and we we do the final order cutoffs like that so if anyone else has jumped onto the series we can make sure that we're getting enough to cover that and maybe if it's a new series or the first couple of issues of a new series we'll order a couple of couple more of those but after a certain point we have to just yeah. strictly order for the poorest people because otherwise we'd be swimming in back issues yeah there's a there's yeah. a lot of comics out there that you know they don't sell that many but there might be a poorest customer who wants a copy yeah. of something from yeah. i don't know scope or plus, somewhere you know it's not worth yeah. putting on the yeah. shelf yeah yeah yeah, yeah. also yeah. the sort of um the market is changing changing um in terms of like buyers as well i mean there, I would say there's, I mean, people are people will probably shout at the, the whatever they listen to now, but I would say probably less back issues, more graphic novel. You know, people buying their OGNs. You know, the buying yeah. gems are, you know, there's certainly a, a lot more creators who are just creating a, immediately coming out with a complete graphic novel. 
It was yeah. the trends on that around back issues and graphic novels and stuff. We've only only, only asked that, Danny, because we've we've got a friend called Perch who's a he's, he's he was on the show a couple of months ago, and he's a retailer from the states, and he's okay. been quite open and saying that back issues are almost selling better than singles, the new comics these days. Yeah, definitely, especially for for us because they're so cheap. We have some people come in and spend fifty pounds, and they get to buy a hundred, right, a hundred issues at a time instead of however many it is. And with certain publishers putting their prices up as well, that yeah. that makes it difficult for some customers. Yeah, which I understand that the prices are inflated because printing's difficult, especially with things like manga. There's such a shortage. Yeah. And that's that's definitely something that we've seen an increase in due to things like Netflix showing things like Demon Slayer and yeah yeah stuff we're like that. about that that's last the week hotness, yeah. yeah that's yeah. the hotness yeah yeah I'm trying to get a bloody book for my son and it's sold out everywhere yeah. yeah yeah it's impossible and I think it's going to be at least a year or two until the the printing stream in Asia kind of sorts itself out okay yeah. well, that's that's the incredible thing we heard in the last few weeks is the fact that is it demon slayer i keep forgetting the name dan is it yeah it's demon yeah. Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. demon slayer sold more issues than the whole of the american comics industry last year it's you absolutely know. insane yeah incredible <laughs> that is quite a number <laughs> yeah yeah and quite eye-opening as well um yeah but in terms of like you know the industry there's lots of takes on uh you know people going oh marvel comics has gone downhill or marvel comics is better than ever better than ever or you know whatever publishers and stuff from yeah. the sort of you know behind the the register as it were what are the trends that you've seen especially since obviously with covid and everything in terms of some of those publishers and people's buying for them because sometimes when i don't know a pandemic hits people say right this is my moment to pull the ripcord and i'm out i'm not I'm yeah not, i'm not buying anymore have you have you noticed yeah. any of that or or has there been an uptake in people buying like your marvel your dc or since we're all bored sitting at home i've read more comics <laughs> in the last year than i have in the previous year yeah i've um we've definitely noticed that a lot of people are jumping ship on things especially okay. with massive crossover events where you have to read every single issue yeah. of 20 different titles to understand mm. the story as a whole not everybody can afford that so it's yeah. it's making it a bit unaccessible to people but yeah. we have definitely seen an increase in independent comics like image comics mm. they they are doing it right they are they're, they're nailing it at the minute with things like carmen yeah. um which is a fantastic series Dead Dog a translation. And... Is, is carmen a translation from a french book is that right i think so it's by yeah. Guillaume March, I might be butchering his name. I'm no, sorry. No, I think that's yeah, I read it last week. It's love. It's a beautiful book, isn't it? It Incredible is. It's book. absolutely yeah. stunning and yeah. really well written. But think, things like that have definitely increased. We have a few customers that kind of come in and say, "I I read superheroes, but I'm getting really fed up of this. Point me at something <laughs> completely different." <laughs> yeah. Okay. And yeah. Our relationship with the customers is we we know what what they want we know what they buy every week because we're putting those in the boxes for hours on end yeah so we we instantly know okay this person really likes x-men he really enjoyed the jonathan hickman stuff maybe if we're going to go for something completely different we'll offer him a non-fiction or something a bit more serious a little yeah. bit or slice of life instead of the crazy over the top tights and capes plus okay. plus you've also got the option of like Oh, do you like Hickman? Or you know, say, oh, you like Daniel Warren Johnson? You've you've read him in the Marvel comic. Well, check yeah. this out. You know. yeah, yeah, maybe try yeah. Extremity or yeah. 
Manhattan projects. Yeah, because people f- okay. people do definitely follow creators, don't they? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think more. So I think now. that's becoming more common. Yeah. 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 I mean, it used to be that I would buy everything Wolverine's in, you know. I mean, I kind of still do, to be fair. But I also pay attention to who's doing it, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah some creators get the, the character down and others don't. So following a character across the thing isn't a guarantee for getting the same quality of output. Which was, it's kind of what Marvel and DC base their sales principles on. Because I, that's how I see it. It's because they, change the, cause they put so many books out that they change the creative teams quite a lot on a lot of their books, don't they? Yeah, you know, yeah Or, or they, they swap about, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't still get that uh, the big crossover things. I, I've, I've never really. I can understand the appeal of them, but it it's was, like you say I they. Mean, yeah. So many issues you got to go across. And... Hex of Swords was just it, it. Didn't that go up in five issues? Five issues more they added oh, to it at God. one point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was unfortunately a jumping off point for a lot of our X Men. Oh really? Customers, yeah, because yeah, it it's just something. If you've got to buy so many things and you you're having to pretty much double the amount that you're paying every month or every week. It's just too much for some people and they need to try and sometimes there's a reason you're not buying off all the X titles because a couple of them might be either not to your taste or not as good as you wish they were. Perhaps, you know, saying that though, Danny, I have ordered the hardback. So there you go. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You kind of get your hand forced, didn't you? Because if you want to follow on this narrative, you've got to kind of, Go outside the comfort zone. But also at the yeah. same time, there's less less of a chance of sort of it meaning anything. And I think that's yeah. why a lot of readers, um, they do sort of, you know, pull, pull the shoot on these titles because it's like, well, none of this means anything. Whereas if you move to, like you say, the, these image titles that almost have a t- TV season-based sort of six-issue, mm. eight-issue arc, yeah. then, you know, then a break, and then, but, you know, it's going to... These are, these issues are going to come out regularly. Um, you know where you are with them, and plus, there's the consistency. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. the creative team consistency, and I think, you know, more and not just Image, but we we see it with like, other sort of publishers like AfterShock and things like that. They they do a similar yeah. sort of thing where you have these creative teams coming in and people stick with a story. I mean, obviously, the the issue the issue ones are always going to be the big sellers, yeah. but you know, when you love a story. You follow it all the way. Until, yeah, yeah. And if eventually, you know, sometimes that story gets to an issue forty, and they finish it, and you just think, oh, one. We're all be millionaires because we've got issue one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that myth still go around? The issue one myth, you mean? Yeah, of like, oh, I've got issue one of this comic is going to be worth a, a, a bomb. Yeah, Maybe you must some get that, Danny. You must get people coming and going. I don't know if you've seen this. I've got the first issue of Spider Man, and it's not proper Spider Man. It's you know. No, yeah, we do. We do get a lot of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, why? Why isn't it worth anything? It's because it came out in the nineties and it had a massive print run. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. got it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we we talked a bit about jumping off points there. What would you say is a good jumping on point for a comic and ongoing? Do you see that? You know, your Spider Mans and Batmans and stuff like that. Is there anywhere that you found encourages people to jump on them yeah absolutely there's um a, a keeping on the x-men train they um they've recently ended the main x-men series and yep. if you like jonathan hickman's side of the x-men stuff he is writing inferno and that will be out in august i believe and jerry duggan is going to be spearheading x-men from issue one again so if you like one creative side of that story you can follow that try that kind I'm a of, fan trail. of both those guys i think jerry Duggan's yeah. a great writer I, I have to say i was a bit peed off 
that they decided to restart it because to me it, was, it seems like it's probably the covid effect but it seems like it's only just started really somehow yeah, yeah. Def- definitely yeah, yeah that house of x jumping on yeah. yeah it does it seems like it's only yesterday didn't it we were talking yeah. about it guys and the hickman one yeah. was like wow x-men feels like something again yeah, yeah. Um, a house of x powers of x last year was such a massive seller for us that was right. batman has always been the biggest seller for us in terms of pull lists and that just surpassed it by maybe 40 40 pull list wow. editions oh, wow. which is yeah, insane yeah, yeah. everybody wanted to read it and i can totally understand why yeah. yeah, Batman and Detective are fairly solid, good sellers as well, are they? Yeah, or? James Tinian again, he's been yep. working on some really solid stuff at the moment. He's also got Nice House on the Lake that yep. he has just started, I believe it was last week, that he's doing with Al- Alvaro Martinez Bueno, and yep. that first issue absolutely blew me away. Yeah, I've sent away for the because uh, I missed it. I didn't get. I didn't notice it yeah. was out. So I've I've ordered it off eBay. The first issue, yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait for issue two on that one. So, what what are the if you had to say what the three big sellers for your shop, and this is interesting from a UK point of view, mm. what, for for Marvel and DC, what would the, be the the three big books on each side? Definitely Batman. Okay. Batman is the the biggest seller. So over Detective or? Yeah, over Detective. Batman's. Okay. I think we we coast on maybe eighty to ninety standing orders for that most of the time. Ah, okay. Oh, nice. And then yeah. X Men is around about that that kind of level as well maybe it's 70 which is which is really great for those those titles but we are definitely as i said seeing an increase in people picking up things from image yeah Um, we um also had red room which is our biggest selling first issue Uh, ever yeah yeah did you get the because i know he took the so red room is from kayfabe isn't it if you yeah yeah um who's the creator on that one Danny? It's Ed Pisker and Pisco, yeah. Jim Rugg did the variant cover, I believe. That's right. He had a few. I think um, Peach Maloko did a variant. Yeah. 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 And if, yeah, if you've, um, I mean, on Ed Pisker's um, Instagram, I mean, he was posting lots of stuff from Red Room and it fucking goes there. That's it a does. hell of a book. That's, really a of a book to be, that's a hell of a book to be really popular. Actually. Yeah, we were. Anyway, <laughs> this is about torture porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were absolutely shocked by the sheer amount of people that bought it, but it's a fantastic first issue. And yeah, Ed's I such re- a nice guy. And he did a signed print for us, which we we gave away with issue one. Oh, nice. Which okay. was fantastic. The biggest selling comic ever from Fantagraphics, isn't it? Is that right? I think so. Yeah, wow. I believe so. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Which um, also brings up an interesting topic because I've always wondered about this. Um, you guys, like you say there, you do um, sort of sign uh, prints and yeah. you do uh, book plates and things like that. And I've, I'm always fascinated. Like when I go into like a comic book store and like you see graphic novels and then there'll be a bagged graphic novel that's got a book plate with a bit of art and a signature and stuff. Yeah. Um, how well do things like that do? Well, they they do really well for us because it's something that you can't get from Amazon and you, you maybe mm. can't get from places like Forbidden Planet. It it gives you a reason to shop with an independent comic book store because it's something that you can't get elsewhere. Yeah. And we've been really lucky. With, we've got an aim to do a signed print book a week this year and we, we're well on the way to do that. We've been really, really lucky. We're really uh, supportive no. creators. So what sort of books are you putting out with, with prints in them? Well, we have a few titles. We've got things like Lonely Receiver, which Jen Hickman and Zach Thompson did a print for. Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips always do one. We've also got time prints for a few other things. AWA were really helpful as well. The new 
I think it's AWA Studios. They kind of yeah. started last year, and they we we gave away book plates with most of their stuff. Yeah, we've reviewed some of their stuff. They're quite an interesting marketing company because they're one of those companies that puts the majority of issue one out for free on their site as yeah. well, which is quite an interesting one. Yeah, okay. Get people into yeah. it, and then yeah, boom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, was it Ronin? We did. We we reviewed Ronin. Do you remember? Mm. Is that the Peter Milligan one? That's the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Um. Yeah. Well, let me just get my photo reference up. We have loads of pictures, and it's one of those <laughs> things that I stare at it all day, but I can't tell you them all right now. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. We did um, sign prints for things like Time Before Time from Declan Shalvey. Oh yeah. We've also done. Um, we did one for Blue and Green because we're, yeah. we're really lucky to have John Pearson that lives really local. Nice. We've got one coming up for Enigma, which is a big one for us by Peter Milligan again and Duncan Fogredo. For oh, this is the return edition. to it, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's a brilliant series. Yeah, we interviewed yeah. Duncan a few years ago and he talked a bit about that. Yeah, so that's a real cult favourite, that Enigma book, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've we've definitely noticed that we put it on our website. It's not out until October, and it's been such a great seller that most of our pre-orders have been swallowed. So if oh, you're listening nice. and you want one of those book plates, I'd get, get in. in quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's cool. also things like Orphan and the Five Beast by James Stocko, which that is such a limited print. We we didn't think we'd get that. Now that is one that I got shorted on issue one four. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, Stoko's great. That issue's great. Yeah, he's so yeah. detailed in everything that he does. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Godzilla book he did a few years ago, amazing. Yeah, yeah. and Aliens Dead Orbit as well. That's fantastic. Oh, so oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lovely hardback, that as well. They did really well with that hardback, I think. Yeah, they really yeah. did. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. It's nice It's nice when you have an Aliens book and they pick a fantastic artist. Uh, and can, <laughs> yeah. Really park, Action figures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for Wolverine to fight them. It's going to happen any minute. <laughs> Did you find that you were affected? Because I know it's been a, we've had a real wobble in the last sort of 18 months around distribution, haven't yeah. we? Um, yeah, definitely. Danny, is, is that something that you, you talk a lot about? Because I know with um, Penguin Random House taking over in the States and Diamond, you know, all this talk about Diamond. Because at one point, yeah. I think we hit around this time last year, didn't we? We hit the point where we didn't think Diamond were going to distribute to the UK, did we? Yeah, we um, it was a very uncertain time, but we've, especially at OK Comics, we're massive supporters of Diamond. They've been nothing but absolute gems to us, and we okay, we we would follow them to the ends of the earth because they've been absolutely fantastic. Good to know. Good. Yeah. yeah. Do you, so, do you think they're sticking with UK? Because I know they're a slightly different company, aren't aren't they over here? It's a sort yeah, of yeah, they're run company. by different people, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, will they be sticking with our distribution for a while? Do you think or? As far as I know, we haven't heard anything different. Um, okay. We yeah. hope so, definitely. Yeah, we, fingers crossed. We'd like though. to stay with Diamond. Yeah, yeah thing, fingers crossed. And one of the other um, things we heard was the obviously the DC price hike has happened, isn't it? You know. Yeah, That's yeah, sadly. Have you found that's affected you? or? A little bit. We have had a few people say, oh, it's, it's too expensive. I can't afford that issue anymore. But with okay. these new price hikes, you are also getting, I believe, maybe like uh, the main story but you're also getting like a snippet of a shorter story yeah, at the back. back up on you yeah, yeah. Okay. so it, you are getting a little bit more for your money from the creative teams people forget dc did that in the 80s as well i mean that's where stuff like firestorm and all these sort of comics came from yeah as backups yeah okay yeah. 
Good stuff. There'll there'll be new comics and new favorite characters discovered somewhere, won't they? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So obviously, um, it's kind of it's always a, a struggle to get people into the shop. Sometimes when you're in independent store of any kind, um, yeah. But certainly, comic shop, especially for those, um, let's say those less fashionable people who don't read comics. Um, if we go. <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm going to judge everyone right the now. Fools. No, <laughs> the fools who don't read, read comics. Um, but what have you found um, to be like in in the past? Like, what what have been good ways to draw people in from from the street? Because where where were you guys situated with OK Comics? Are you situated on a, on a main street, or are you part of a shopping centre? Or is it, no, it? we're we're part of an arcade, um, so we are quite tucked away. It's quite but, fancy looking though, Danny. It looks like yeah. a fancy arcade, doesn't it? Yeah, we're quite lucky. We've got like a a really nice clock on one end that has figures that's supposed to bang it. I'm not sure if they still do, but it is <laughs> supposed to do that. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, we um, the main thing for us getting people in the shop is making sure that we've got a really good window display and having stuff that is relevant to what people may be watching on TV. Or stuff like that. Like we've had a a lot of TV sweet, show graphic novels. Sweet Tooth's a big this one, big, yeah. big one yeah. this week, is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've had things like Resident Alien, which was on Sci-Fi for oh, a little we while. Lo- we loved that series. Yeah. I know yeah. I love that. We did as well. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's such a great comic. He's um, I think the writers. He's just south of London somewhere. I think. Um, oh, I've forgotten his name now. Oh, blank. Really? I, I will actually say as well with like Resident Alien and Sweet Tooth. Uh, Sweet Tooth is shame on me as well. Uh, both both of those series, like I I adored both of those TV series like massively, and I haven't read the the comics. Very uh, different, actually, yeah. especially yeah. Sweet Tooth. I, I I watched that series this week, and I read I reread about the first ten issues, and you I remembered how different the comic is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, is it geared toward a younger audience? Maybe. Mm, no. The comics a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, I mean the TV show. The, as the, the TV to the show, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know the the they both deal with quite dark um, themes in certain ways. Um, but the comic, the comic plays up the religious, the sort of weird Christian angle, which yeah. they don't in the series. Yeah, and yeah. the the kid, Sweet Tooth himself, is or Gus is. He's very different. I won't spoilers. spoil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, he's just very different. Just in case there's different. any minor spoilers. Yeah. But um, yeah. obviously, he's, um... it, it feels like, and I haven't read the, the book, which I think probably worked for me when watching both of these shows. Um, but I know, Tony, you said that Resident Alien is different in its own way. It, it feels yeah, it's, to me, it's a bit straighter. It feels yeah. to me that the changes for this medium that they've adapted it into are to help the adaption. I think it's a, and it's it's a nice sort of like... I think it, they're very different mediums. Um, yeah, you've you adapted it to make it work yeah. in the medium that it's playing on yeah. currently. Yeah, you've got, yeah. So you kind of got the best medium, and then you've got television. Yeah, well, so that's yeah, how yeah. I. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. But there's certainly yeah, we like, know like what works in a comic doesn't work in TV. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and shouldn't yeah. do. Or when yeah. like it's yeah. the same when they do novels, you know, they'll just take stuff that there's they'll merge two the first two books of a series together for one series of television, or they'll take bits out. Um, I think they've done this very, very well, and I think it's probably because Jeff Lemire. They were very respectful to Jeff Lemire through the whole thing. Well, I think you'd be enriched yeah. now. Yeah. I think you would enjoy. And I want to the, go. The I want to yeah. go back and read it. But, re- but also, we- I've got the mindset that this is a different experience, 
It's a, yeah, it's like the boys. The boys was yeah. a great comic series, and it was a good TV series. Yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah, they're very different. Um, and I certainly with the, with something like the boys as well. When I'm watching the t- TV show, which I do enjoy, I'm thinking I don't want the same thing necessarily that's in the book. I the comic goes much goes there much more yeah, than the yeah, TV series. Yeah, and and I, uh, excuse my French, uh, Danny, but the fucking accents in the TV series are terrible. <laughs> they're awful. And, <laughs> and you, don't, you don't get that in the comic. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, but I, I think it's it's fascinating. It, it makes complete sense to me. Like when when a, a comic store, you see their their front window, and there's a you know there's a Netflix show coming out. It's like, of course you've got, you've got to. to do it, man. You got to survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw. Got, got to get new eyes in your comic shop, I suppose, haven't you, Danny? I, That's the point of it, yeah. you know. I saw, yeah, and a big big source of our like customers are children as well. So we put kids books in the window as well. Really? Well, kids kids comics. Well, we've got an ever growing selection of kids kid comics because we don't just want to stock superheroes and just tell them oh yeah this is all there is for you there's there's such a wide variety you got, you got of any books. hilda you got any hilda in the shop yeah plenty of hilda yeah. nice to yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. To know. Yeah. So, so you've yeah. got like a sort of a, a kid's sort of corner as it were with lots of like all ages books etc yeah yeah and um anything that we can find that would be suitable to certain age groups yeah. we like to recommend that as well and, you, and, and it's pack, it's yeah. just about knowing the customers as well. We we try and if people come back, we try and remember what they've bought before and say, oh, if you really liked this one, you're going to really like this one, or maybe check this one out. Yeah, I mean that's that's the real art form to be in a, in a working in a comic shop, and I, and I can hear it in your voice, yeah. Danny, the love for comics. I think you've got to have that depth of knowledge about what's for sale, what's available, you know, and having read it yourself as well because you've yeah, got to yeah. recommend it. Yeah, you? You know? yeah, yeah. But also be that um, adaptability. Um, you know, it's very much a know your audience kind of thing. And, yeah, one hundred percent. And and to, to hear what someone likes, and even and this is an important thing for a, probably there's a lot of people who work in comic shops um, need to know this. It's not about what you like; it's what the customer's going to like. Yeah. Absolutely, mm. you've got to separate your own opinions from what someone else is going to like. Yeah, you might not like, like me personally, I'm not a massive reader of superheroes, but I try and read what I can so that I know what I'm selling, mm. and I can make and sure they're still that big sellers, aren't they? Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, that, and, and, and to be fair, to know the you medium. Know, props to you because that can be a hard sell. Because I, you know, sometimes it's a slog reading some superhero stuff. Yes, yeah. sometimes it is. Yeah, I work, I work um, for a comic company and uh, that i have to read everything they put out and sometimes i'm like oh christ yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like i said not, not everything's for everyone is it exactly. no but some, sometimes yeah. you find something that you probably wouldn't have read before like um wonder woman dead earth by daniel warren johnson i knew him from his stuff that he's done from image yeah but i i maybe wouldn't have picked it up if it hadn't have been yeah. him doing it, but Wonder Woman's a hard sell sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, you know, but, but him not was... having him on it was a genius move, I think. Absolutely fantastic, and yeah. John Paul Leon doing oh. Creature of the Night as well. Oh, so good. Yeah, he was just absolutely. That's a real shame, phenomenal. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. How okay. of, how often are you reading uh, comics then, Danny? Come on, let, let, let's get the truth out. Let's get the truth out. <laughs> well, I, I've got a goal to read 250 graphic novels this year. Yes. I'm trying. This year? Yeah, I, I hit 200 last year thanks to COVID. So I thought I'd yeah. up it this year, but there's a lot more work to do. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can That's great it. stuff. We, I remember yeah. I used to I used to help out in a comic shop, my mate's comic shop, and um, when he was away or you know he needed a hand, and you know I never got paid for it. He just gave me a graphic novel or something. And yeah. I remember him saying to me once, he said, uh, he said I sit amongst all these comics, Tony. I never read any of them, and I I utterly lost faith in in him completely <laughs> at that point. <laughs> what are you telling me that at that point? You know, we want the enthusiasm, but that's great yeah. to know. Yeah. 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 Have you but, seen a move? We hear, we hear. Sorry to interrupt, Dan's, but we we hear a, a move from comics to graphic novels, and we hear that trades are dropping off, and you know, original graphic novels, OGNs are the new, the new, the new hotness. Is that is that still the case, or? Yeah, we we've definitely noticed, especially for things like um, Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Pulp did really well for us, and that oh, was something that, that so was much. straight to graphic novel, and Reckless as well, which is the new yeah. series that they're working on. Absolutely fantastic, and. Because everybody knows them from things like Criminal, Fatal, Kill or Be Killed, and they've all picked that up on their pull yeah. list. We've got new people coming in that are just picking up, picking it up because it's just one book. They can read it in one go. They don't have to have read 100 issues of something to understand what's going on. Yeah. So we've got the pull list people and new people supporting it. So there's just a massive influx in those no, I have to say, I recommended Pulp to these guys. I it blew me away. It's yeah, so, me too. It's like the story of the wilderness years of this great Western villain, you know, mm. bank robber, and he's now in a city, and it's so good. Yeah, bre- yeah. breaks you. Such yeah. a good story. How about? Um, and this is something that I think, certainly over the past five years or so, has become a booming sort of, um, certainly, a pub- publishing wise omnibuses of series like huge yeah, collections like, and stuff that, ex- like, the expensive end of reprints the, is what yeah, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah expensive yeah. reprints that's essentially what they are you know um, yeah but, but for someone like me who hasn't read a, a sweet tooth and bam there's <laughs> there is an omnibus of the original It'll break series. your knees trying to read it <laughs> exactly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the people killers um that's what these books are um how do those sort of books um sell with you guys well, we, we don't get many of the like straight £110 ones that are from like Marvel and DC because they're, they're too expensive a gamble for us. Yeah. We only tend to get those if people have specifically asked for them and we want to look yeah. after our customers. Gotcha. But the, yeah, I think um, that's like that across the UK, mate, I think. Yeah, yeah definitely. Especially order, yeah, yeah. yeah. But things like Sweet Tooth and Invincible and Brian K. Vaughan's just done them with Why the Last Man and Ex Machina. Those kind of things do really well for us because it's such an easy way to get into something. And a lot of those books are out of print now, so yeah. it's hard to get hold yeah, of true. the original format. Yeah, and and I was just thinking of um, I was thinking of Starman the other day, and I thought I might do a reread of that. And what? you can't even get that anymore. And that's yeah, one really? of those used to be one of those evergreen books, you and, know. And for me, yeah. as a as a sort of comics buyer, I am more and more. Um, more likely to save up my paper round money for that big omnibus because there's so many there's so many titles on the list that oh I missed I missed it when it was first out but now I can start from you know page one of this huge yeah. omnibus um, so that's hugely appealing I mean the only problem is sometimes that they, they they print them too but big and you have to put them on top of your bookshelf instead of on the bookshelf itself I'm, yeah <laughs> I'm looking at you sixth gun yeah. <laughs> Um, is there any? Is there any old? Are there any old series that should you know customers come in and ask for, and you you just haven't got them because they're not in print anymore? Yeah, um, things like um, Johnny Ryan's Prison Pit. We've had a few people asking oh. for recently. That was <laughs> reprinted last year in a really beautiful kind of disgusting hardcover. But if you like things like Red Room, you're going to absolutely love it. He, um, talk about going somewhere. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. 
Yeah. I love that series, but it is, yeah. It's, it's not, it's one, not it's for one everyone. on a high shelf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hide, hide away from your parents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've got a no brow we've got like a wall of inspiration of all these sort of books you know most of them are kids books and stuff like that and i had to say to sam you know you've got a johnny ryan book <laughs> <laughs> we have kids you know school groups coming i said hide that one yeah yeah but he's working on kids stuff as well i think so that is he be... okay. yeah i think i think so I'm i know this was a prison bit one him. yeah this was the yeah. one where somebody climbs out the end of someone else's penis well, it was yeah. like one of those sort of Who ones knows, yeah perhaps yeah. he's Classic. doing an all-ages version of it do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah maybe yeah yeah i'd love to see it <laughs> <laughs> what about is there any other books that you know people often ask for because i suppose we we've heard anecdotally that a lot of things are on tv and but you try and get the 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 um the collection or like the epic collection or something of it it's quite difficult you know like the the winter soldier thing that you know the falcon tv series yeah. anecdotally you couldn't find the comics that they're referring to you know yeah well when um one division came out we tried oh, as yeah. much as we could to get as much scarlet witch and vision things as possible and tom king's series just straight up vision yeah that's really hard to get hold of now and oh, really okay. just an absolutely fantastic series yeah. it's his limited run series are just incredible. Like Mr. Miracle was fantastic. Yeah. He's so got when, a new one starting series, next week. Was the Vision series um, hard to get hold of at that time? Yeah, quite quite That's, difficult. That boggles my mind because it's one of those. Now is the time to print far too many copies of this this yes. big book. and stick the epic collection out that's got the yeah. white Vision costume in it and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, when Umbrella Academy first came on TV as well, the first series, that was impossible to get hold of as well. And everybody mm-hmm. wanted it, but we just couldn't get it from anywhere. It's, 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 it's weird with you as a middleman, isn't it? Because you're, you're, yeah. you're, you know, you've got Marvel and DC and Diamond, and then you're trying to get it in the hands of people. It must be often quite frustrating, is it? Or yeah, but it's unfortunately it's not it's not really the distributors fault they're doing mm. their best it's just that yeah. it's not been printed it i don't know if it's some kind of clerical error or they just missed mistimed the reprinting of these books and it just needed to be done a bit sooner so that it could be out on time because yeah. maybe a month or two after the show dropped we started getting our stock eventually but by <laughs> that point everybody's watched it and they've moved on to the next thing I mean, yeah. I th- I think publishers' timing. I mean, I'm just going to disagree with everyone because I think publishers' timing is perfect. Because as we know, <laughs> there's a new Doctor Strange coming out, and Marvel have announced <laughs> the death of, the so, death yeah. of yeah. Doctor Strange. What? <laughs> genius, <laughs> genius, genius, genius. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it just sometimes you just you just got to hang your head. Kill off the character, kill off the readership. That's yeah. how it works, Marvel Comics. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And how long is the death going to last? Let's be honest. <laughs> Who's going to be the Sorcerer Supreme? Because they've tried to replace him twice before, haven't they? And it he doesn't hasn't hasn't picked up. Was it? Is it just Brother Voodoo was one of them, wasn't he? This may be controversial, but whenever I hear the word Sorcerer Supreme, it sounds like a flavour of soup. I was going to say pizza, but yeah, oh. I thought cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a bowl of Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, I feel uh, legacy characters have to be done right. Like Sam Wilson, he's been around in Cap for bloody ages and yeah. so him picking up the, the mantle is like yeah that's totally cool but yeah, like yeah when it's just like oh here's a new person i wonder what's gonna happen to them and then like two issues later they <laughs> the new character it's like oh god that doesn't really yeah. work yeah, yeah. Uh, you must get customers at old blokes like us yeah you must get daily, Danny, or... 
<laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes we're the only people that people get to moan to, so it's, oh, yeah. it's nice to listen to people and just lend them an ear when they need it. Yeah, th- yeah. there's the, um, oh, let, let's face it, the, the, the comic shelf therapy that happens in a comic shop, isn't it? You know, where, where people... Because let's face it, the reason that this community is the community that it is is because we've all met like-minded people of, oh my God, you like the same thing that I like. I'm going to talk to you forever. Yeah. Uh, um, and that is no more apparent. I leave them to Vince at the convention table. <laughs> they come over, I spot them early, and I make an excuse or pretend to be on the phone. Well, I have I have time for everyone, Tony. He spent an hour talking to some bloke about the Punisher who never then bought any of our I comics. I can't get that yeah. 60 minutes back. That's pretty brutal. I mean, like, you got to be aware. Like, if you're on a table selling stuff and you do that to someone, it's not not that's not cricket, man. Yeah. I, 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 I. Come on, let's spill the beans then, Danny. Who's the creepiest customer you've no, ever? No, they had? can't do. <laughs> oh God! Was it? I it was at that time that Tony was in Leeds and he walked. Yeah, a... we have some gems, but we do have some gems oh, as well. well. We often go to the London Comic Mart, and that's full of a few people who could do with a shower. I've got to be honest with you. you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. God. Oh God. But, but I, th- I think there's, there's, there's a few of our listeners who are probably listening now who visit your wonderful shop anyway. Yeah. So you know, I, I yeah, be... I can't name any names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very diplomatic. Just t- type it in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm sure when this episode goes out. Um, I can hear our listeners talk about how they they visit OK Comics when they're in the area, and certainly now is an important time if you're in the area, if you're past the leads and stuff, to seek out OK Comics. It's certainly a, a name that's always been on, you know. Um, yeah, we we followed your shop yeah. since the inception of the podcast and six years ago. Yeah, yeah. We, always, we always watch it. Yeah, yeah it's always good well, stuff. That's fantastic. We yeah, really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so much. Happy so, Paulist. Yeah. Oh yes, certainly. I mean, in terms of your pull list and stuff, um, if yeah. for instance, if people wanted to uh, join a pull list with you now, does it matter where they are in the UK? Absolutely not. We've got people all over the world. We've got someone in Serbia. We've got someone in the US. Oh, someone wow. in Germany. So there is literally no no limit on where our pull list can be from. That's great, mate. I, you haven't awesome. heard my um, my for a while. It was a weekly moan about trying to find <laughs> God, he has shop. been searching, yeah. searching yeah. for the truth. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been trying to find a good comic shop and uh, it's, I've not had much luck. Oh, but, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, searching yeah, for I service. I was, yeah. Sorry. Just searching for service. I know. Like I mean, I drop to... I drop a few quid on a comic shop a year. Do you know what I mean? And you would think <laughs> somebody oh, might reply to an email. You know, it's like yeah. 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 No, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was he was showing us three variant covers for Shang Chi just before we started the show. I got tonight. five of them, but they're just the three I've received. You've got five. Week. Yeah. Oh, mugged man you were mugged I know it was a movie I don't believe it <laughs> um, yes but if you're looking for a pull list then check out OK Comics because yeah do you give a discount do you for orders above certain amounts or we have a book uh, stamp card system so if you buy oh, okay. a book over £10 you get a stamp and when you get 9 you get the 10th one for free up to £25 oh class oh, wow. that's awesome stuff. yeah wow. yeah and I also see that you uh, on your website you've got ten comics for ten pounds. Um, yes, we do. Yeah, boxes. Are, uh, I see child friendly, indie publishers, superheroes, and teen friendly. Yeah, uh, we try and put a little bit of something that is suitable for everyone. So it'll be a mixed bag, like a mixture mystery bag, but it'll all be appropriate to a certain age level. And we also do the 
50 comics for £25 or £35. And that is just a selection of stuff from our back issues for people that can't get in and peruse them through the shop. Oh, wow. Nice. That's nice, yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's sort of perfect for those, those people who, who are trying to go away on holiday or something. They just think, I just want a stack of things to read. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And there's a pretty regularly stocked sales section on the site as well. And we've just added, well, we're slowly populating a staff picks section for people oh, who cool. miss coming in and talking to us and would maybe like to know what we're reading and would maybe base their purchase on what we what we would recommend. Now, this this is interesting because historically, certainly in the sort of London comic scene and the home counties, people who worked in comic shops, I'm not going to say celebrities, Danny, but were known faces. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, I often talk to people who would shop in Comic Showcase or Gosh or, you know, some of the sort of longer standing comic shops. And they go, oh, do you remember when John was in there? John used to work in there, didn't he? And then he moved up to Mega City Comics. Or something. You know, it's almost like um, you become a reliable person, a reliable face, you know, a constant yes. for these people for recommends and reliability of, you know, sending comics out or collecting yeah. comics for them or, you know. Yeah, there's that, isn't there? Yeah, well, it's, it's a really personal experience because you do have to know what these people like. So they, they come to trust your opinion and it, it's a bit of pressure, but it's good as well when you find something that someone likes and you're like, yay, we can, we can enjoy this together now. Yeah, good yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, for instance, the social media side of things being used for good. Um, yeah. Which is yeah. always good. Hooray. Um, yes. And if you, if, if, you go, if, you go on, if you follow Danny on Twitter, it's just love for comics. And just I think that's it. the thing yeah. you've got. A comic shop isn't just a retail place. It's a, there has to be a sense of community, otherwise yeah. people won't go there. You know. Yeah, no, definitely. That's that's what we want. We used to do an event called Drink and Draw, which has sadly kind of ebbed off because of COVID and the limits on people being in pubs and stuff. But that was such a really nice community-based thing. Yeah, you didn't we do even one on here, mate. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we do an online one here. Yeah. Uh, for the podcast, and it is. It's really. It's a lot of people have found it really nice during the lockdown and stuff. Yeah. You know, with other people and i suppose it's the same for you your one yeah yeah so um obviously in terms of recommendations danny's going to recommend some things later in the show so you'll find out what is currently blowing her mind in the, in the way of comics but yeah um but for those who want to make note of it now where can people find okay comics and you guys you can find us at okay comics on twitter and instagram and facebook or you can find us at www okcomics.co.uk there you go nice and certainly we will put a link in the show notes and also to the website and everything and and if you're in the area just go into the shop because we want more please do yes yes buy things just 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 hang about (laughs) (laughs) have a shower (laughs) but but don't don't say that that we sent you because danny might uh, judge you immediately and that's uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you'll be, you'll be one of the creepy ones she tells us about next time. <laughs> uh, no, thank you, Danny. This has been a, a brilliant chat, and it's 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 very interesting. It's always fascinating to see, yeah, like you know how the stores are doing, and you know, don't get it, to speak to too many retailers, and it's, no. it's such an interesting insight yeah. to it. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's been great fun. Thank you, guys. Great fun. What, what, talking to us or just working in yeah. a shop? No. Don't go anywhere. Oh. We're going to keep you for a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah, us for yeah. a bit longer, yeah. Just stick yeah. with us. Um, but right now, we have a shout-out section. and uh, We do indeed. Uh, who wants to go first? Should I go first? Yeah, oh, go, go for on, So 25th is our drink and draw, talking about it. So hey. the 25th, 
keep your eye on the socials and on the Facebook group and on the Slack, and we'll post the details. Or Tom, the the fifth beetle, will post the beetle details then. Um, come and join us on the Slack. It's absolutely brilliant. It's just really taken off. Everyone's super nice. Loads of talk about process. Loads of talk about um, collaborations. Loads of talk about what we're reading at the moment. What's good. What's bad. Even a li- there's even a little TV thread on there for stuff like Sweet Tooth and stuff like that. So it's if, really if someone wants to join the Slack chat, how do they go about doing it, Tony? Just message one of us and we'll send you the link. And yeah. it's just it's just basically a link you click on. And it's it's, it's app based or you can have it as PC based. But yeah, I use, I use the app on the iPad and the phone and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's really good. I think there's about 60 people on there. Something like, is that right, Dan? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, about that. I was saying, yeah. I, I wish social media was like that all the time. Yeah. Because it's just people what, being. Nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yes, exactly. Positive, not arguing. Yeah. Just. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah. yeah everyone's I really like helpful I'm, i've learned I've, that's how i learned about that book you were to the, the tinian book you were talking about there danny is from our, our slack yeah, yeah. good stuff yeah. i think when we're not looking at the shelves anymore i used to you know these i almost have because i've looked at so many comic shelves I almost have a photographic memory for what i bought and what i haven't and i'm not looking at that shelf anymore there's no there's not that period where i'm standing in front of you know 200 comics thinking what am i going to buy and you don't see everything that's coming out because of that sometimes yeah and, yeah. You, and you need those recommendations yeah um the last one i've got is, is a selfish one patreon so patreon.com forward slash tribute press it's the last week of george mayhem this week if you actually jumped on this week you could get the whole of the issue on friday so we put a catch-up of the issue out on a friday and all of the 60 odd pages of george mayhem will be going live on friday and it's the last week and it's um this got a, there's a reason at the end you'll see and um we'll be t- there's there's a little talk about a charity possibly at the end of the story and then we move on to the next thing that i've done with demetrius zach called fame which I'm very lo- very much looking forward for you guys to see. And a little shout out to Demetrius because I did some work with Demetrius um, got about a month ago now. And out of the blue, he sent me all the originals this week. What a dude! That is awesome. And they look brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That picture you sent was like, wow. That's what a lovely gift. Yeah, yeah. What a good dude. I recommend if any if anyone's out there looking for an artist with a sort of underground quirky feel, then uh, speak to Demetrius. Um, yeah, good egg. They're my ones. Nice, Dan. Nice. Have you got any? Yes, The Hordes of Surrey Part 2 and Catch-Up, a British coming-of-age comedy adventure comic. Uh, Mike and the gang have been having a splendid time hunting for buried treasure. The bad news, the order Surrey has been watching and is poised to strike. So we've, how long we've got? Uh, 18 days left on this one. It's, okay, uh, yeah, I backed it. Needs a little bit of back into to make it to his target, but uh, always go check do, it out. Yeah, Rory's an absolute ledge. He's the man, yeah. He's, uh, I've missed not seeing him. Uh, yeah, me too. Especially since he always wears our T-shirt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He can always be counted on to be uh, flying the flag for the ACP. So I hope player. you're doing well, Rory. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's back to work, isn't he, this week or something like you were saying? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Um, I've got a couple, couple of uh, quick Kickstarters. Um, obviously, The Legend of Lamb, Mariposa, The Climb, yes. and other stories. Book that. <laughs> buy, I bet that. Yeah. Buy that because that is amazing. And, and you will not <laughs> will not regret it. Um, it's It's met its goal. I think is it? Yeah, easy, isn't it? Isn't it? You made yeah. it quite easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. So you're gonna you're gonna get the book, people, and it's gonna be gorgeous, and it's gonna go with the other one. Uh, Sagas of the Shield Maiden book two is currently going now. Oh yeah, I sure love I've that. that as well. Um. If you look at um some of the the pull pull quotes, uh, there's a bit of a there's a nice one to kick off that might be from me. Uh, <clears throat> I said this it's before, different but... from your previous one, which was just fucking hell. <laughs> oh no, 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 that that's a proper that, one, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that was a proper the, one. Yeah, it kind of was, wasn't it? It was a nice reaction shot one, yeah. wasn't it? Okay, yeah. 
Ken Reynolds did the layout on the first book, and I've got to say, it was fucking top hole. Ken's great, man. Love Ken. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. so well done, that book. It it's really so well put standard. together, that book, and Ken absolutely smashed it. I mean, the logo is to die for on its own. Don't be too nice to him, because I want to pay him to do some lettering All soon. Right, so I don't want him suck. And then they kick by our pal Dan Harris, the cosplayer that doomed the Earth, oh, issue three. About that as well. Um, it's just Me met, just met his goal. Uh, Seventeen days, no, be sixteen days as, as we speak. Um, this is class. He's got lots of. Um, there's some stretch goals. Um, the sticker pack, um, which is is the first first stretch goal. Um, one of the stickers is I need an anxiety poo. So, oh, that. Yeah, so yeah. we all need that sticker. Come on, we all. Yep. Yeah. Does um, anyone need that at the moment? Um, what the sticker? <laughs> oh, I'm okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, there's a sticker that that has the the main hero of the series, and it just says "Read more comics." Well, you know, how, yeah, can, how can you disagree with that? And uh, a shout out to Ben Francis Cook, writer of New York City Gallows, who um, whose new issue two of that is um on its way the print copies are on its way and we get uh, our advert in yep we we did we we did um thank you very much ben for all the support and uh yeah looking forward to reading the book that's a great book actually i read the first issue i haven't read the second one yet yeah first issue's on comic cats isn't it yeah it is indeed um so go forth and check that out because it's brilliant thank you for uh, the support ben you're a legend can i mention a quick story i heard during the week i was listening to is this clean it is clean, yeah, oh, and it's comics related, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's on brand. I was listening to a radio show, and they were talking about uh, Meghan Markle's new kids' book, and they were talking <laughs> to these school kids about like how they liked it and stuff, and the teacher said, oh, I think it's a bit preachy. And then they spoke to this one girl called Lily, and she was eight, and she went, I prefer comics. Lily <laughs> Rules. Yes, Lily. Let's get T-shirts say Lily Rules. Yes. I think that's, yeah. That is, she's. <laughs> I'm making yeah. a badge. Well, ledge. She, she's a future listener. Hopefully not current yeah. listener, because otherwise her mind has been ruined beyond oh repair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We get Nick. <laughs> uh, unless, of course, she's looking for some recommendations, because every week we give you some great recommendations. Oh, and yeah. that's smooth, isn't it? Eh? Yeah. That's smooth. Yeah. I'm back, back, baby. I only have one week off. <laughs> one week off, back in the saddle. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's now time to recommend to you lovely people. And the guest goes first. And uh, Danny, you've already proved that you know far more about comics than any of us. So, what would you like to? Oh, recommend? I don't think so. <laughs> well, well, what would you like to recommend well, to us yeah, and us. the listeners? Yeah. Well, if you haven't read it yet, I'd definitely recommend Barry Windsor Smith's Mon- Monsters. Oh, it's yes. an absolutely epic tome that is worth getting on your shelf and giving a good read. It's been it's taken thirty five years to write and draw, yeah. and it's incredibly. It just it's it stays so consistent throughout, and it's just it toes the line between being too much and just enough perfectly. There's also the lonely uh, receiver. Can I, can I just put in about the the um the, the monsters book? So, firstly, if you haven't got it, you're not a proper, proper comics fan. Don't say that. That's it. Don't say that. You're, you're getting it soon. You're getting it soon. You know that. And um, the, the it actually was a Hulk story. You know this story, do you? Yeah. 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 So it was actually a Hulk story originally, and it was submitted as a Hulk story and left in a drawer. And there's there's differing there's differing arguments about how this happened, but it sounds like a, a Marvel writer found it and nicked it and made it into an actual Hulk story. And then years later, this the proper version of it came out, and it is you know it's just incredible. Uh, okay. Yeah, the amount of 
the work you can it took him 25 years but you can kind of see why it did can't you looking at it danny do you think yeah absolutely his artwork in this is just absolutely oh. fantastic yeah. so much detail i don't know if you've watched the cartoonist kayfabe episode all yes. about it yeah but they talk about things like his his illustration on shadows the way he draws spiders webs on black ink and things yeah. like that just absolutely the attention to detail in this is beyond compare it's quite adult in its seams as well so it is not for the yeah. faint of heart as well yeah definitely yeah good okay well, and what was the other one you had mate Lonely Receiver by Zach Thompson, Jen Hickman and Simon Boland. It's from Aftershock Comics. We have a signed book plate edition of this. And it's just a really now graphic novel about a 3D printer that can make you a companion and what kind of happens when you become a bit Dan is very into robot sex slaves. That's (laughs) the thing. Companions, Tony, come on. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Yeah, we don't call them that. It's <laughs> very <laughs> slavish. Slavist yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you haven't checked this one out, definitely do, because the illustration's fantastic. And if you're a fan of David Cronenberg like I am, there's a few oh, shout, okay. shout yeah, outs that you'll a, really it's a enjoy. It's sort of twisted sort of um, horror story in, in a kind of way, isn't it? Yeah. Def- oh. Definitely. It's, it's fantastic. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and I, I think uh, comics is has certainly... Um, become a real area of exploring body horror and yeah things definitely of especially over the past few years especially with certain artists whose line and detail is very specific ian um, bertram in particular i think okay. yeah 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 it can be really haunting seeing that sort of stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and obviously dan one day mate is going to happen isn't it? it will happen yeah <laughs> maybe not in my lifetime but we can have oh, it's okay god. fingers god. crossed god and um did you have a you had one more uh, oh on, yeah yeah the, the single issue that i want to give an honorable mention to is james tinian's nice house on the lake the first issue came out last week and it's just absolutely incredible and i don't want to say too much about it because i don't want to spoil it it's an experience that you should just read for yourself tinian's on fire isn't he at the moment? yeah when you absolutely. think he's writing that he's writing um he's he's ministry of truth uh, department of truth he's got um he's doing batman yeah. you know yeah, something is killing the children as well. From yeah, Boone. which is one of the best titles. Oh, of that book. Yeah, it's the best titles for a comic ever. Something is killing yeah. the children. That is, um, that's that's on my list to read. Actually, I need to check that out sometime. Yeah, um, yeah. I th- I think he's um he's really stepped into, um, much like Cullen Bunn, uh, tapping into a real nightmarish sort of area of comics and yeah, and, like, really freaking, freaking people out. Um, yeah. Because oh, I wondered about him because he took over from sort of Tom King kind of left Batman suddenly, didn't he? You know, yeah, well, a little bit prematurely, I think. Yeah, that even he says that I think, yeah. and and Tinian sort of took over, and there was a little bit of a sharp intake of breath, but I think he's proved himself to me. I mean, on, Tinian mm, yeah. first arrived on the radar, I think, for a lot of people because he's he was um, he's been a lifelong friend of uh, Scott Snyder's, hasn't he? And he came That's around what... at the time of the Court of Owls, I believe, because you had Snyder's story, and wasn't there a backup written by James Tinian or James Tinian did the? Oh, I can't remember. Was it Talon or something like that? Which was James... oh, did he do the spin? Oh, okay. he did the oh, I like that title. That yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, one has a rip did an issue of that as well. Yeah, I, and I think he's just he's just gone on to grow further and further from then. So oh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, good. 
I've got. Uh, I've actually got two. I've got a worthy mention and another one. Shall I just quickly do my, yeah, my yeah, worthy mention? So my worthy mention is Beast Hunting Battle Badgers issue yeah, six by yes. Steve Simpson. We're all huge fans of this book. Um, have you managed to see this, Danny? It's a sort of bit of a small press thing. No, I haven't. We. I. I definitely like to check it out though. It's. Oh. It's probably some of the best art you'll see in a UK small press, and it's yeah. just okay. absolutely worthy of being at Dark Horse or stuff like that. There's a. There's a real Yusagi Jimbo. And oh, fantastic! TMNT. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're already my favourite person we've had on the show, Danny, for loving Yusagi Jimbo, which is yeah. amazing, isn't it? I mean, one of my favourites. While, while we're talking yeah. about, it, if you just look at battlebadgers.co.uk, you immediately just see yeah. how amazing it is. I mean, he's he's, he's a professional artist, so yeah. he does do professional art elsewhere, but in the evenings because he loves comics so much, and sometimes at like five o'clock in the morning, he'll finish this thing. So we've been pals of his for quite a few years, and he's he's just not long put out issue six and I, I had him on the other podcast and i said to him look i'm surprised you can get a, a staple in this it's so big mm. you know and it's the best ending and he's about to kickstart i think the kickstart is going to go live next month for yeah. the collection it's going to have loads of extra stuff in it but it's usagi level good yeah. um, well, that's, that's fantastic i'm all yeah. all up for all around good animals yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's if you go to battlebadgers.co.uk you can get yourself a copy or battle badgers on twitter and instagram i think it's yeah, it's yeah. just brilliant i'm going to be double dipping on it this definitely. is what they, i mean yeah. i mean steve if you're listening just take the headphones out it's gonna be nice to you uh, <laughs> um, i i think that this is one of those the massive massively underseen gems yeah. of yeah. independent yeah. comics and i mean that across the board because he he was on issue three when we discovered him at well well when we discovered the book at True Believers wasn't it True wasn't yeah. it yeah yeah, um, yeah. I think it was and, James Gibbs that found it yeah oh and, yeah of course it was yeah we looked, yeah I looked over and we became instant friends with him but also you just look at this book and you just think why is this not huge why yeah you know and and he's yeah. just but he's making comics like the rest of us he's just making them because he loves them and he's created a world and. Um, yeah, I had a big conversation with him about Yasagi, and he, that he's a dude that studies craft. Yeah, that's what I really admire about yeah. him. He yeah. studies everything Stan Sakai does, and yeah. you know Peter Laird does, and all these sort of people. And he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's and, enough. And, and also, the, yeah, yeah, and and also, there's links in the in the back of like the books and stuff for uh, Badger Charities and supporting nature. There is, isn't there? That's, that's right. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is always yeah, yeah. always good. So there you go. If you get a, if you get a sec, have a look at it. Now, I've written it you... down. Oh, good, good on you. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, yeah, good. So I'll do, I'll do my last one at the end. Then, if you want to, one of you guys wants to go next. Okay, uh, sure. I'll, I'll do a quick one. Since we're talking about wonderful art, um, just, just a quick one that I, I through the post uh, this week. I got the how to think when you draw with Lorenzo volume. No, four. you fell asleep under it. No, no. How no. could I fall asleep if I took the photo, Tony? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, for Acting. the gram. For the gram. Um, no, uh, no. I've I've uh, pledged to all of these ones. We don't need to tell you how successful these these are because they've got they could probably buy yachts with the amount of uh, cheddar that they made. But the thing is, they put it back into making these books, and they are wonderful. They are unmissable artist reference, wonderfully graphically designed. Anyway, but there's loads of stuff in this new one that is about like <laughs> they're all full of important stuff. But there's just things like there's a bears section about how to draw bears. Now, bears are really difficult to draw, man. <laughs> it's uh, the animal bears and elephants <laughs> and like there's just there's claws. There's there's loads of stuff I'm going to try out and experiment with, as well as things like torn fabric 
or buildings or just how things are character acting um they are amazing i think i think through the kickstarters is the only way you can get hold of it but i wouldn't be surprised if give it give it three months and there'll be volume five available and they always they always um you can Do they not sell up. them at cons? They those. they don't. I think I, they certainly ah, um, okay. they fulfil the pledges first. It's just all about that. And that, that yeah, they, they make a big point of that, which I kind of admire them for. Really, yeah. you know, yeah. you got you got to get behind them. So. These are collections of um, free tutorials and stuff that they do post online. Um, you know that they're doing all the time. So if you if you follow the Etherington Brothers online, etc. If you go to the Etheringtonbrothers.blogspot.com, um, there's always links because these are people who love comics and illustration and also getting kids into reading and creating comics. Um, so mm. I will support them. And they're also just the nicest people in the world. <laughs> and they respond. I, I just po- posted that I got the book and they responded. I, you know, they haven't gotten too big <laughs> for just a small response. I like that. Do you know what I mean? Just that small sort of like, glad you got the book, blah, 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 blah. It's just uh, driving so, their roller about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the golden steamroller. Um, I've got another one, but Dan, do you want to go first? Sure, yeah. This You've already mentioned this book uh, in a previous episode, Vince, but I picked it up and it's Homesick Pilots, Volume 1. Oh, yes. And uh, in, the blurb is, in the summer of 1984, a haunted house walks across California. Inside is Amy, lead singer of the high school punk band who's been missing for weeks. How did she get there? And what did these, what did these ghosts want? Expect three chord songs in big, bloody action as Power Rangers meets The Shining. Yes, really. Uh, I've got to say, I've been a massive fan of Casper Wingard's uh, artwork for ages, yeah. and like this is just fucking dialed up to eleven. It's just, it's fantastic, man. Like we were talking about it briefly before we came on, but there's scenes where like uh, characters uh, are at night and they're they're standing on like a a cliff or something, a hilltop, and behind him you've got the city, and it's just like a a couple of gradients some of those like the bokken kind of circle colors and like just through that like a limited use of palette there's a a city behind them and it's like rather than sort of like do what i do and try and do like a big city and actually draw the bloody thing that, that suggestion just sells it so well yeah and there's little touches for, throughout it's... and this is an artist as well that that in other pages of that book you can see could clearly oh yeah put God, all that deep, yeah yeah, yeah. There's like big like uh, city shots where you're kind of looking down at the one character's like jumping from rooftop to rooftop. Uh, there's fantastic amounts of detail and energy in each each page and panel. Uh, the one where there's the, the main characters in the center of the house and it's all kind of like erupting around her. It's a double page spread. Uh, it's just gorgeous to look at. Mm. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go back and reread it because I, I, I started reading it during the week and then finished it off this morning yeah. and it something wasn't clicking for me. I'm not sure if I can. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's very much uh, at the moment like uh, it. It feels more like a, a, a character book mm. than, than a story arc at the moment. Although, like, I'm I fucking love this series. <laughs> I mean, haunted houses being driven like fucking mechs. Sign me up. Because um, I was so far into it, and I thought, all right, I know where this is going. And then it kind of just completely changed, and I was like, I don't know where I am now. So, but uh, that's one of the things I I loved about. It. I thought, oh, I th- think I know, you know, I think I know where this is going, and then it becomes something else. Um, and it's clearly, I mean, th- those guys, um, Dan Waters, Ratters, 
Yeah. Dan, Sorry, I didn't mention. Uh, yeah, Dan was. I, I, I've no, never asked him. We yeah. need to find out how to say his uh, name. Well, we may, name. we may be speaking to both of them in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but yeah, with the second arc uh, about to come, this is a, this is a good time to get on this series because it's just. I mean, from a graphic design perspective, anyway. I mean, when I saw the colours on this book, I thought Dan Butcher's. Yeah, I'm all over this. <laughs> I was wait. I had my. Uh, I pre-ordered, uh, pre-ordered it, so when it was released, it yeah, winged its way to my I house. So double- does Casper do the colours as well? Does he? Or I think he does everything. Yeah, he, on the art, does all the art. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. Okay. I, th- I think Re- he's. Digi- I think he's digital because if he's if he's not, he could. He is. He it's could- happened. He could. Oh, try... see the art is. Sorry, I thought you meant him. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're all becoming digital. Um, we don't exist. We're actually artificial intelligence. Yeah. No, there's nothing intelligent about what we do. Um, <laughs> but no, but the the prices he could charge for some of those double page spreads in that book would be fucking astronomical. <laughs> and rightfully so. Yeah, that's such a shame, isn't it? I want to buy all this art, and then oh, it's in my computer. Yeah. In my computer. Yeah, I, they, we said like ways around that, like printing the page out and then inking it. So there's that one-off inked page of yeah that artwork and stuff. I know it's not quite the same. I mean, yeah. I think I shared some pages with you this week from the Heritage auctions where they were like selling. Uh, no, it was on an eBay auction. Someone was selling like Doctor Who pages. Oh yeah, Piers Rayner ones, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. and it's like man, like just having that as like a piece of art on your wall. It's been worked and reworked. It's it was just lovely to I look love at. it, man. I love it. Yeah. I haven't got enough space in my walls. I, I remember to rotate. Yeah, I love it yeah. so much. Yeah. But yeah, Homesick Pilots, I think it's been mentioned several times because I think I was buying yeah. it on the single issues and every time it came up, it's like, mm. get it because it's great. Um, like the absolute <laughs> comic nerd I am. Um, but, <laughs> in the right place. Yeah, in, indeed. Yeah. Um, but speaking of absolute fucking fantastic art, um, Edison Neo. Yay. Um, yes. Our power, Edison. Um, obviously, you've heard us talk about Snake Claws, the episode we had him on the show. Does he, doesn't he sleep or something? I don't think he I sleeps. Think I, so. I, I, he just draws all the yeah, time. I think yeah. he just draws all of the time and it comes out looking absolutely fantastic. But he has a new book on the way and we've got a sneak peek at it. Um, it's going to be a Kickstarter for it soon um, called No Brainer and it's a solo comics anthology. Um, and basically what this is this is there's a couple of um, slightly longer um, short stories shall we say um, there's Thum Guard, the final mission chapter one uh, there's a story called Growing Up there's Attenborough Never Stops which make that what you will and <laughs> Eddie's Life Tips Good Impressions as well as um, just some nice sort of comedic stuff going through <laughs> I mean Edison I mean, people. Someone's got to snap you up, man. Because yeah. not only can you just churn comics out, but you churn comics out that are so polished, so finished, and so fun. That is comics. I remember when comics used to be fun. Um, <laughs> but but seriously, he's got such a great sense of humour. The character design is amazing. Thum Guard is the sort of the cover star of, of this issue and it's a, a giant red ape um, that fights giant monsters and has giant guns and, and there's like a as a small sort of cat figurine kind of sidekick it's you just gotta witness it there's lots of fantastic sort of concepts and imagination going on going on here um, so well well made I mean snake I mean, 
with every issue that Edison does, every every sort of comic, you can see the development and the progression from Snake Claws one to where we are at the end of this. And I know this is made up with some stuff that he was doing in between issues and stuff. So he's he's done that wonderful thing of I've got some work. I'm just going to put it together and put it out there for the people. Yeah. Um, you know, if this is what he's like now, next year, oh, it's terrifying to think of. <laughs> How great it's going to be! Yeah, you're How right. Great it's be. Because yeah. he he can he can adapt as well. Because whereas um, the Thumgard story is you know it's a very red red mask from Mars sort of like fun sci fi concept, big aliens, giant monsters, and things like that. But with the um, the tale growing up, he adapts his style to being more of a, a sort of kids all ages comic that is literally about kids growing up, um, and it's amazing. They. They're different styles that are quite different, but you still can tell it's the same creator. And I think that's that's a feat by itself, I think. Um, and you need to get hold of this book anyway, because there's a double-page spread that he put on his Twitter recently. He only did a crop of it. There were two monsters fighting in a cityscape. Um, and it, it is a double-page splash joke that makes me laugh. Um, every every time so definitely I mean this comes with the highest recommendation um, one of my favourite creators and just an all round nice guy and I don't think I remember when I bought some comics off him I don't think you pay a huge amount of postage from East Singapore isn't it it's not like American prices yeah you know, like American postage gives yeah. you, but I think the Singapore stuff yeah and if is, you, um, yeah if you follow him on Instagram as well he has been um, you know, he remembers the people, and we're not talking about us. I mean, people that followed him before we knew about him as well. Um, he's been showcasing some of like the original art he's been doing for people that followed him at the beginning. He's been doing like original pictures of Spider-Man and things like that for for the OGs, as he calls them, <laughs> that, were there at, that were there at the beginning, which I think is lovely. And I, I've got a nice sort of Macready A5 that I need to frame and put up on my nice. wall, wall nice. from him. So, um, yeah, brilliant stuff. Um, so we will put um, links. I think the Kickstarter's coming. I've got one more, mate very soon I know I'm just finishing this link Um, we're going to put a link in the show notes for the Kickstarter and we'll shout about it when that comes out but definitely just follow Edison you know who he is you shouldn't know who he is because we talk about him all the time you can read Snake Claws all in the comic house you can can indeed and that's a a great book oh god brilliant Uh, Tony got one more yeah mine's slightly nepotistic because it's um, from the same distribution company that distributes my comics but <laughs> it's Cel- Celery Stalks by Pat Rooks um, I showed you, you didn't see it Danny but it's kind of like an old trash paper book, paperback size you know, like an okay. old size, a slim sort of paperback yeah. um, it's that, that size but inside is a comic um, when you start reading it it looks a little bit like a 60s romance comic like a pastiche on those you know 60s romance comics which is quite cool and it's about this dude he's a black leather jacket wearing outsider at high school you know he's gone to the prom doesn't really fit in there and the the the, you know the the attractive girl you know has asked him to dance and he he starts dancing with her but he gets he gets paranoid because he thinks she's setting him up just to get a kick in from the quarterback you know so one of those sort of you know sort of seeing the scenarios so he legs it off um and and he's walking down the sort of country road as as the the typical car pulls up with all the jocks in it and they get out and they give him a bit of a kicking and he legs it into the woods um and so at this point you think right this is quite ordinary don't you everyone this is like yeah, an everyday this, you, know this is gonna go. you know yeah this is um it's like a riverdale situation sort of thing um but he runs into a sentient tentacled plant beast that attaches itself to him and then he starts going through town indiscriminately killing people punching holes in them pulling their heads off and killing them um 
and then you realize it's gone full ec you know the the creature actually looks a bit like the creature from little shop of horrors but with like tentacles so he looks a bit like little shop of horrors head attached to his chest and everything else is full doc ock it's kind of like that you know except doc ock murders people a lot um it then becomes a bit of a sort of it goes a bit like black hole if anyone's read black hole there's a, there's a touch of that about it but in a more a very sort of diy underground style art um and the creature and the man get hunted by this government agency that turns out uh, to find them. And it's got a great ending, which you just don't expect. The The art is very basic black and white. Um, reminds me a bit of the Lloyd Llewellyn strip from years ago. Um, it's clouds on it, Lloyd Llewellyn. There's that sort of scratchy sharpness to it. Um, there's It's full of bad movie homage. Do you remember, do you remember like films like The Blob, which were always in... like. Yep. Towns, absolutely which... love that film yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and it's always the the quarterback and the you know the football team and you know there's a diner in it somewhere and it's that sort of thing you know um and so it plays on that as a um caricature um but goes beyond it into this sort of just super violent bloody thing um it's um also got this strange love story going on which i won't ruin but uh it's not it's not what you expect Okay, so I'm sure you can think what it might be from that. Um, Pat um, Rooks makes comics outside of Atlanta in a dilapidated cabin in the woods, according to his bio in this book. (laughs) Um, The back's got a load of making of stuff. Um, His Instagram is at Patrick Ian Rooks and he's Patrick Ian Rooks dot com. It's if you go to the strangers Instagram strangers fanzine, you'll you'll link through to their big cartel. That's where you can buy the book. Volume two is in the works. Um, and have a look at his Instagram. He's proper nuts. It's it's typical. I mean, strangers carry our books, so they you know they're not they're not normal. Um, and they carry this, and it's very good. And I really like. I really laughed at it, and I read it in my new garden chair, which I took a picture of yesterday and sent it to you. Like I like they sort of. I sort of. I've got a new garden chair, Danny, and I sort of sit in it and read comics and spit at children that walk past. You know, it's that sort of thing. <laughs> Sounds like the best way to spend a day, really. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's my one. I've got a beanbag. <laughs> I'm gonna call you Beanbag from now on. Oh, what Beanbag? <laughs> <laughs> Only he is allowed to do it. No one else. <laughs> uh, put that out there now. Yeah, yeah. You go shut that shit down before it takes changes off. your name. Changes your name in my phone. Oh, Beanbag's ringing. <laughs> Actually, you're not allowed, Tony. No, I'm changing my mind. <laughs> But you lovely people are allowed to email us if there's anything about this week's show that you want to uh, want to know more about, or if there's any uh, sort of comic shops or comic events happening. Because um, comic events are happening again. Do you know that? Going to one two weekends. Yeah. Um, so obviously, yay. When uh, we we got to discuss this, but like I didn't think about all the shit of having to wipe everything down when people have touched it, and uh, yeah. Oh, I just didn't consider all of this. You didn't consider hygiene. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> I know you'll find that unsurprising. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? But please, if there's any events that you want um, that are happening in your neck of the woods that you want more people to know about, please let us know because we'll put a shout out for them. Uh, email us awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at theawesomepod where we will uh, be sharing some love to comics all over and everywhere 
That sounded a bit weird when I said it out loud. It was better in my head. Uh, You've written but, that down. <laughs> but, but seriously, oh God. But seriously, uh, follow us because we'll be announcing uh, future guests, talking about things you should be checking out as always. You know, pay it forward. That's the, that's the name of this game. Um, if you do the Book of Faces, go to facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast and if you want to get involved with another sort of great community then join the the facebook group awesome comics talk a wonderful group of people on there most of them are on the slack as well um the slack chat that the well, how long is slack that chat slack chat that's what it is isn't it yeah, yeah. slack chat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll 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 um put the new link up on the facebook group tomorrow in that in that case so yeah, that's anyone who hears this they can yeah. join yeah so go to awesome comics talk and find out more about that there as well as like there's great art threads more info about the drink and draw the upcoming drink and draw and more um thank you very much for listening to us whether it's on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com if you listen to us on apple Podcasts, subscribe and leave a review because occasionally when it happens we go oh we got a new review we get excited and, we, and, we get excited and then we share review. pictures yeah. between each other and it just you know for five minutes everything we have hope again don't we're we back. guys we're there yeah we're there <laughs> everything's fine <laughs> Um, but no, seriously, we we appreciate the support and it helps get the word out about this show and all the comics that we talk about. If you listen to us on any other sort of network or app or anything like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what are the networks are we on, Tony? Well, as everyone knows about me, that I'm a big fan of musical theatre. Here we go. And um, the theatre theme pod network, which is called Pod Daisy Pulls It Off. I think there's an option <laughs> where I can kick him off the call. <laughs> Hi. Don't you like musical theatre? <laughs> Danny, do you like musical theatre? What's your favourite musical? My favourite musical? I haven't been to a musical in a long time. Oh. P- probably Wicked. Okay. That's oh, but that's one, just because it's a, one of the handful that I've seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to The Lion King once. What? That the looks stage good. play? That looks awful. Oh, sorry. I, think, yeah. <laughs> I like the costume. Yeah, The Lion King was good, I, I remember. But I had not... the Lion King ruined ruin for me because I walked down the back of the theatre when they must have been having a break and they're yeah. all out there smoking and it just ruined it ruined you know, the illusion yeah. of it for Once me. Once he saw Simba <clears throat> Tony, in the fag, t- he was like, t- this is over. T- Tony, not real. Can I, can, I just, can I just check? Did you know they weren't actually lions? Well, I don't like it to be ruined. Yeah. Okay. See you behind the curtain there, literally. Yeah. <laughs> um that's a okay. what geezer. Hey, mate, you're right. I, th- I think we might be back. Bean bag got a dodgy VCR. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But anyway, thank you very much for listening this week, and thank you, Danny, for joining us. You've been absolutely yeah, cheers, Danny. It's been great. Thank you, thank you for having me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Will you will you allow your um, colleagues to listen to this, or are you one of these people who won't? No, if they can, if they want to listen to it, they're absolutely okay. welcome to. I'll just hide in embarrassment. <laughs> There's no need. We've no. been the embarrassing ones, not you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> We're the ones that have got a reputation. Oh, God, <laughs> you know, I say it as a joke, but then I then there's a sudden sweeping realization that it's actually true. <laughs> um, but for our lovely listeners, where can they find uh, you online, etc.? And once again, OK Comics. They can find me on. Twitter at, I think it's just Danielle Tute. It's Danielle T U T E, and then they can find OK Comics at OK Comics on everything. So that's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and I believe TikTok now. I'll get you the cool stuff. Mm, word. 
Wow. Yeah, we've got a 12-year-old friend that wants to help us out. <laughs> Cliff Cumber's got a TikTok account now. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to give Cliff a bit of uh, support here because when the cat scratched his face... I know, that looked nasty. Loads of people... Like, there was a couple of people who were like, bah, that obviously doesn't look real because head wounds spurt blood. I was like, he, he genuinely <laughs> looks like he's been scratched. So leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> And he drank yeah. a whole bottle of tequila earlier in the week. Uh, have you seen the outtake of that? Yeah, it makes me laugh. <laughs> um, yes, anyway, where, where can people find you, Tony? Neveronanything.com. There you go. Dan? You can find me uh, on Twitter at Vanguard Comic, and you can be Vanguard at VanguardComic.com. Smashing it in all ways, Dan, your art at the moment. Thanks, man. Beautiful. Got a big announcement coming up on the uh, Patreon this week. So oh, my God, are you pregnant? Nice. Uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. not, not again. <laughs> are you are you doing more of your funny uh patreon videos oh, I Mate, i've got so one much. lined up it's there's a bit at the end that makes me laugh Pla- oh, so well talk, you talking to yourself while swearing the outtake you sent today was good enough for me yeah more of yeah, that please yeah, yeah. yeah beautiful um yeah so go follow down on patreon etc uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at jester diablo thank you very much for listening to this show um we truly appreciate all the support and uh, thank you to everyone that uh, wished me well as well. I'm I'm all right now. I was I was just ill for a day. It happens. There you go. Um, did you get any nudes sent? Because I did recommend it in the show. No, I didn't. And uh, thank oh, you, everyone. Thank you. That's a shame. We got mine, obviously. Well, yeah. I've got. That's a daily thing, isn't it? I've got a USB. Yeah. I've got a USB stick for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like all the outtakes of the audio. I, I need to have plenty of blackmail fodder for, for the eventual time when the band breaks up. You I'm never I mean? getting out. Mate, yeah, you got me banged to rights. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting bail on that one, my friend. <laughs> got them in the palm of my hand. Um, yeah. But for you lovely people out there, go forth and have a wonderful week. Wherever you are in the world, listen to us. We hope you're happy, healthy, and doing all right. Um, we love you, don't we? Don't we? Go on. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Oh. oh, even Tony's coming around. That's nice. No, uh, I said who does. So I don't. Oh, yeah. It's subjective, to be honest. Tony yeah. loves you, and we love you as well. Go f- loves you. Go f- <laughs> God. Oh, God. I almost made it to the end of a show with that. <laughs> um, but wherever you are, um, read loads of comics, make comics, um, and we'll see you next week for more Carnage in the, in the House of the Awesome. But until then... Have a brilliant week. And as always, what should they do, guys? Stay Stay awesome. awesome. In time. (laughs) Getting there. Lovely. Textbooks. Brilliant. Bye, everyone. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.